We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Bishop Richard Ayin. Bishop Richard Ayin serves as a bishop in Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination founded by Bishop Dagwood Mills, with over 1,500 branches worldwide. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard.
one, two, one, two, two, four, one. Okay, let us pray. Father, we bless your precious holy name for this blessed time we have in your holy presence. Let your will be done. Let your kingdom come. Father, give us your blessings today, Lord, as we hear your word. Revive us, stir us up, encourage us, strengthen us, direct us, and heal us, Lord. Thank you for a blessed time in your holy presence. I give you thanks and I give you praise, Lord, for this blessed opportunity. In Christ Jesus' name I pray. And everybody said, Amen. God bless you and take your seats. Hallelujah. Okay. Are you in church? You excited to be in church? Fantastic. So, um, for a brief while, I want to continue sharing with you on victory secrets. So, Job chapter 15. Job chapter 15 and um, verse 8 says that, Has thou heard the secret of God? And dost thou restrain wisdom to thyself? The result of hearing of the secret of God is that you become wiser. You become a wise person when you discover the secrets of God. And God has secrets. There are secrets. Another name, another name for a secret or is, uh, 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 um, the secrets of God is, is revelation. Revelation. That something that is hidden. A secret is something that is hidden. That's what last week I was asking you that how many of you have, how many of you have secrets in your life? How many of you remember? How many of you have secrets? Yeah, you have secrets. Things that others don't know, but you know. You know it is there, isn't it? You, don't you know that it's there? Yes, I'm not saying that you should tell me, but I'm just asking whether you have a secret. Yes, you have secrets. You have secrets. It means that it is hidden. It is hidden. You, 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 People don't know about it, but you know, so it's hidden. So God also has things that are hidden. And when you start discovering those things that are hidden, you become a wise person. You increase in wisdom and you increase in understanding. And, and, and in the Christian walk, one of the words we use for the secrets of God are either like mysteries. It's like a mystery. The wisdom of God is like a mystery. It is hidden. And another word for it is revelation. Revelation. When you, when you get a revelation, you see something that others don't see. And you gain an understanding that others don't have. And you begin to think in a way that others are not thinking in that way. Based on the revelation you've got. Based on that revelation. So as you walk with God, one of the things you have to desire... And be strong in pursuing after are the secret things of God or revelation. You have to be very serious and keen about it because for every revelation, you go higher. For every revelation, you go higher in your walk with God, in your walk with God, and therefore in your life. In your life, your life becomes better, your life becomes richer and wealthier. Based on the amount of revelation you've managed to glean from the scriptures and from the word of God. That's what Paul said in Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1 and um, I believe verse 15. Ephesians 1 verse 15 says, Wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints... Cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation in the knowledge of him. So it's like, it's like, Revelation is something that you can pray for. And this is, this is Apostle Paul saying that since he heard that some people have become Christians, his main prayer for them is that they will have revelation. That is, they can enter into the secrets of God. 
Because if they can have some of the secrets of God, their lives will be better. The reason why, the reason why sometimes you can't see much difference between somebody who, who, is, who used to be in the world and the person goes to church is because the person hasn't added to his life revelation. 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 When you start adding, you start seeing revelation, you start seeing more of the word of God. You see, you begin to adapt. That's why you begin to separate yourself from your old life. And then as you are in church with God, the more revelation you have, the more devoted and committed you, can, you get to God. And when you are, when you are, if you are working with God, look, if you are working with God, God will not just use you to uh, build his church and then abandon your, the rest of your life. God will also bless your life. He will also bless your life. When you see a blessed person, that person knows something that you haven't learned yet. The difference between a blessed and a not so blessed person is that the blessed person has something, knows something, and, and is committed to something that the others, others who are not as blessed as he is, haven't discovered yet. And haven't given themselves even to know it. You see, sometimes you can be you can be in church like this. Somebody will be sharing his secrets and the things the things that have changed his life and the things that have affected his life. But you see, you need you need ears of understanding and eyes that are open to see that. Look, this person, this person, what he's saying, he's sharing with us his secrets. He's sharing his secrets. He's saying something. He, he's actually saying something to us. That this is, this is the key. But see, sometimes the way, not sometimes, many times, the power of God, the power of God is like in a very simple way. So when people see it, they are not so impressed. So even though it's being shared, that this is the thing that can change your life. Many people don't believe it. Most don't actually accept it. That's why few, few people have actually received the word of God in a certain way and have been blessed in a certain way and changed in a certain way. And most people don't seem to be entering into a certain level of blessing. But you are going to enter into a higher level of blessing. Your season of being blessed has come. God is going to peel off every film of blindness from your eyes. You shall be enthroned on seats of blessings and seats of favor and seats of divine help and seats of divine promotion. God shall elevate you based on the secrets that you see. Based on the secrets that you see. I was telling you how recently I was reading my Bible and I saw 28.28 Job 28.28 And he said unto man the fear of the Lord this is wisdom. This is wisdom. This is how you conduct yourself. This is how you go higher and deeper. This is how you succeed in life. This is how you do well in life. The fear of the Lord. 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 But it's say the fear of the Lord. It looks too easy and simple. It's not, it's not striking. It's not, it's not a striking thing. But when you see somebody who doesn't fear the Lord and the person is scrambling their lives with crazy decisions and crazy moves and rebellious behavior, then, then you will appreciate such a verse that the fear of the Lord, this is wisdom, not the fear of man. Not the instructions of man, not the instructions of, of a bishop, the instructions of a pastor, the this of a, of a man, a this, headmaster here, father, mother. No, the fear of the Lord. Because when you fear God, you have regard for authority. Yes. Rebellion towards authority, it's a proof of a corrupt heart. And a rebellious heart towards God. Towards God. When you love God. When you, when you love God. If you love God and you fear God. You will never be unfaithful. 
You'll not be unfaithful towards your spouse. You'll not be unfaithful towards uh, uh, your church or whatever if you fear God. If you fear God. We don't need, we don't need to put things on you and to be checking on you. But you see, because of the absence of the fear of God, you become a fool. Because you become bereft of wisdom. That is wisdom. The fear of God, that is wisdom. It takes revelation. Revelation. And as you read it a million times, a million times, and yet you won't see the fear of the Lord. So you have to pray for revelation. You have to pray for it. Pray for it. Pray for it every day. Pray for it every day. Every day pray, Lord, give me the spirit of wisdom. Give the spirit of revelation. Every day, Lord, give me the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Every day pray for it. Every day pray. Pray for it before you have your quiet time. Because you need to discover important keys and secrets to guide your life. To guide your life. To lead your life. For you to be promoted and for you to be blessed. You need, you need the secrets of God. People have secrets in their pockets. I'm telling you. People, if you think that people don't have, people have secrets. People have, people have things. I mean, people have principles. You see, there are different names that you can give, you can give it. People have principles, rules, somebody calls it covenant. So, I mean, people have different terms for it, but they have, what it is that they have something that is guiding them as they are working with God. They have something. There's something. Between them and God, there's something. There's something they have learned about God. If you read about the patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, those guys, those guys are special guys. They are so special that God introduced himself as their God. He's like, you don't know who I am. I said, I'm the one who made these people, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. How great they are, I should tell you. How is it the creator of those people, the creator of the earth and the world? They, almost like the guys are so good that he uses them to introduce himself. It's like, it's like if you know about them, then you know who I am. Yes. But if you watch them carefully, one of the things you will discuss is that they all had something, a certain relationship with God. That you know, this God. When he appears, when he appears, you see, all of them, when God appears, they set up an altar and they give an offering. That's, that's them. I, I don't know what they know about God and offerings, but they seem to know something about God and offerings. All of them had that in their lives. All of them. All. They had that revelation. They had that revelation. They had that deep understanding that as for God, when you encounter him, when God speaks to you, you better do something. You see, when you don't, when you don't have that guiding force, or guiding power, or guiding principle, or guiding covenant, or guiding points, you see, there has to be something. There has to be something. You must have something. There must be something between you and your God. There must be something special between you and God. There must be something. Ah. There has to be something. Otherwise, your Christianity is empty. Your Christianity is not going anywhere. There must be something between you and your God. You and your God. You and your God. There must be something. There has to be something. You must find something. If you don't, ha- if you don't have it, you are doomed. You won't last. You will misbehave. You will be a certain way. You, you, you even turn your pastors into headmasters and headmistresses. It's like, now we have to be testing you. Do this, don't do this. It's because you don't have, there's nothing between you and God. There's nothing between you and God. There's nothing. There has to be something between you and God. You have to learn it and learn it early. Learn it from a young age, from very young age. Decide. There must be something. You and God, this one, you don't part from it. Yeah. So today I want, to, I want to share one secret with you. One secret that you should learn about that. So that you don't, you, sh- you shouldn't, you see, it's like, it's like, it's like knowing someone. Relating with someone. Or even being married to somebody. 
you will know what the person likes and what the person doesn't like. You will know it. I mean, you, you, I mean, if you say you don't know it, you are lying. You will know it. You know what? You know that this thing, this thing really upsets him. So you have to stay away from it. Well, you, you like somebody and you know what the person doesn't like. You don't do it. <laughs> yes. You don't tell the person that get used to it. What do you mean get used to it? You, when you like somebody, when you love somebody, you don't do what the person doesn't like. You don't even share jokes the person doesn't like. Yeah. I see people who say, oh, you know, it's like my wife or my husband or whatever, he doesn't like spending time. He doesn't like spending around you. It's because of the things you talk about. He has told you a million times he doesn't like it. But it's like you also determine this is the only joke you have. This is the only game you want to play. Because yeah. you are refusing to accept that. I, I don't like Listen, I don't like it. That's what you like. That's what you like. You've made yourself, you've made yourself the reminder. The, the, is, is, is the reminder is, can a, a reminder be a human being? Uh, the reminder of the reminder of his sins and his mistakes. Is that that's what you specialize in? So it's like anytime the person comes close to you, the only thing that is brought up is the person's weakness. Who enjoys such a company and such a... Nobody likes such a place. Even though he may not break bottles and plates. But he doesn't like it. He doesn't like it. Respect what somebody doesn't like. Respect it. And respect what the person likes. Yes. That's how you do well in any relationship. That's how any relationship flourishes. When the relationship starts receiving respect... Mutual respect. I like this. I don't like this. Great. You don't like it? Great. But you say, get used to it. <laughs> this is how I am. Yes, get used to it. This is how I am. Me too, this is how I am. Are you changing? Mm. Yes. Oh, you feel that you'll be fasting and binding Satan. Some of the problems, Satan will be saying that, hey, this one is not me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel I know problems in people's lives that they are praying and fasting about, but Satan is trying to say, it's not me. It's not me. I have, I have, I have nothing to do with it. You lack discipline. You are blaming me. Yeah, this time it was me. I see how. Why are you binding me? <laughs> so, I want to show you a certain secret about God. Something he doesn't like at all. He doesn't like it at all. I mean, at all. And if God doesn't like it, you shouldn't become that way. Should it become that way as an individual? Should it become that way as a church? Because he does not like it. He doesn't like it. Do you understand? How many of you have things that you don't like? You also have something you don't like. You have things you don't like, isn't it? If you don't like it, you don't like it. You don't even like your best friend to even do it. You don't like your sweetheart to do it. Sweetheart. Sweetheart. Your closest loving, loving job. You don't like it. Isn't it? You don't like it. You say you don't like it. One day, certain husband and wife came to see me. The husband said, I've told her. <laughs> I don't like this thing. So I said, what is it? What is it? He said, I've told her. I don't like hot food. I like cold food. Hey. So as I was sitting there, I was saying to myself, hey, is this also a problem? I mean, so I said to her, sister, why don't you give him cold food? Why are you giving him hot food? I mean, when I said, I said if he comes home at 5.30, 5.30, 5.30, 5.30, 5.30, 5.30, 5.30, 5.30, 5.30, 5.30, 5.30, 5.30, 5.30, 5.30, 5.30, 5.30, 5
Five o'clock, dish the food and put it in the freezer. Five thirty when it comes, take it out and put it on the plate on the table. I don't understand. She was so determined to serve hot food. And the poor boy kept saying, I want cold food. I don't know what the, I, I think when the food is cold, he's able to eat it faster. And maybe, and maybe eat more. I don't know. I don't know what the reason. But he liked, I mean, I've not seen this. The only person I know in my life who likes cold food. Everybody likes hot food. Yes, but he likes cold. He likes the cold. He likes the cold. I was somewhere recently and somebody served me cold food. Unconsciously, you see, I'd forgotten that I was not at home. So I think I looked at her in a way without saying what it is. Then she looked at the food and then she looked at me and she said, What's wrong with it? I said, Oh, then I just, I said, No, it's okay, let's leave it. So I, 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 the food sat in front of me for an hour and I got up and I left. It was cold, cold fried egg, cold bacon. Cold chicken. Why can I? Why can I transfer cold egg into? Anyway, we are not talking about me. We are explaining to you. Uh, I'm explaining to you what somebody doesn't like. What somebody doesn't like, and what somebody, someone doesn't want, and you are giving the person. You want, it's like it's like it's like try learn how to eat hot food. The person, I like cold food. You say hot food, cold food. You say hot food. Hey, why? So respect what God also says he doesn't like as a Christian and as a church. Are you with me? So this one is Revelation chapter 3, verse 15. Revelation chapter 3, verse 15 says that, I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou wert cold or hot. So then, because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing and knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable, and poor, and blind, and naked, I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich, and white raiment, that thou mayest be clothed, and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear, and anoint thine eyes with eye salve, that thou mayest see. So here, in this passage, God is showing us something that he doesn't like. And then he's advising us on what to do. And so this is what we call the secret of lukewarmness. Maybe you've never discovered it. How God detests lukewarmness. Lukewarm, lukewarm is a very comfortable zone. Very comfortable zone. Very, very, very comfortable zone. Neither hot nor cold. It's like I'm there. I'm there. I go to church every Sunday. As as for Sundays, I am in church. As for Sundays, I am in church. I don't do anything, but as for Sundays, I mean, I have not left the faith. I still believe in God. I still believe in Christ. As As for Sundays, I'm there. And I give offerings. And I pay my tithe. I'm there. It's a very, it's a, it's a very comfortable zone. Comfortable zone. I'm neither here nor there. I'm not cold. I'm not cold. I'm not cold. I drink once in a while. I drink once in a while. I don't fornicate. I don't commit adultery. That is, that is, you have chosen what you don't do. <laughs> Yeah. You, have, you have to see what you're about. It's like there's, there's a zone of comfort. It's called lukewarm. Easy to drink. Easy to drink. 
I don't know whether you've tried lukewarm tea before. It's very easy to drink, but it's not nice. At least to me, it's not nice. Tea must be hot. Hot. It must burn your tongue that you put up a brave face. Meanwhile, you're dying. God said, give me verse 15 again. He said, you are not cold or hot. Verse 16. He said, because you are lukewarm. Because you are lukewarm. When you are neither cold nor hot, you are called lukewarm. Yeah, you are called lukewarm. And he said, I will spit, that is, I will spit you out. I will spit you out. I will spit you out because you are not he said, I wish you were cold or I wish you were hot. I wish you were cold so that I'll have my zeal to revive you. Yeah. Or I wish you were hot so that I can use you. I can work with you. God wants a hot church. Yeah. And God wants hot Christians. Hot church means hot Christians. Christians that are hot. I mean, we are, it's like we are hot. We are crazy. 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 You, you look at yourself. yourself. When you are young, you are hot. You describe yourself as hot. So you're hot. Hot. You dress in a way. And then you watch. As you grow older, you don't allow yourself to be retired. Older people still dress like young people. If you want to, if you, if you want to, uh, if you want to guess a lady's age, a lady's age, especially an African woman, they all cut their hair at forty. When you see an African girl cut her hair, it means she's forty, plus or minus two, because she she she, she wants to be hot. Because somebody has told her that short hair at a certain age makes you look. I don't know who advises them, but they have an advice. They, have, they, have, they seem to have a certain doctrine. Cut it as a certain age. And maintain a certain look. You see them, they, they, have, dress, they have dress, they dress like young people. They don't, they don't dress like their mother or their grandmother. But when it gets to Christianity, then we have decided a certain age that we retire. That's the point I'm making. When it gets to fashion and things like that one, we stay, we stay hot. You will see, you will see the jeans, the jeans doesn't fit. When you, if you lift up, if you lift up her top, the jeans is not buttoned. But she's wearing it. She's wearing it because she, she knows that when she wears it, the calves come out. The calves. She still has some calves left. There are some calves left. So I'm going to squeeze myself in. I have to squeeze myself into these, these new jeans and trousers so that the calves that are left, I can manage, I can manage the sagging, the sagging skin. It collects it and lifts it up for me. So you see, that there's, this is what I'm saying careful. There's an effort to stay young and to look hot and to appear hot and to appear spicy. To stay, to stay on the market. To stay on the market. In case a shopper comes by. He could check. The only thing that may kill them is, is when they discover the real age. But it's like, you know, at least there'll be an effort. They can window shop, yeah. They would have discussions with the pastor in private. That, that's why I would say, oh, she's someone's grandma. You can't go. I mean. But you see, but he's made a mistake because she looks hot. 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 Yes. So I'm here to tell you that your Christianity till your dying day must be hacked. 
Christianity, heart church, a live church, active church, active church, jumping church, screaming church, active church, preaching church, believing church, church full of activity. Because God doesn't like it. I'm telling you, He doesn't like it. He doesn't like it when you become lukewarm. He doesn't like it. God does not like it. He doesn't. It's not me who is saying it. I've, I've read, we've already, he said, he said, I'll spit you out. It's my prayer that God will never spit us out. Because when he speaks, you see, when you start noticing other churches that are active and alive, and you start feeling, hey, this one, they are doing something. Of this one, we've done it before. Of this, then you should know that you are becoming lukewarm. When you, are, when you are not the center of attraction, when you are not the ones that are every, every Friday, every Saturday, Sunday, but you are not the loud ones at Peckham. Another church is the loud one in Peckham. Then you should know that your state is dropping. When you are not the loud one. When you are not the loud one. When you are not the active one. When you are not there in large groups and drones. Saving souls. Leading souls to death. When you are not that one. That you can see somebody else. Then you should know that you are catching a disease. Yes. Yes, when you are not the one. Sit down, let me preach. When you stand, it's like I'm closing. Yeah. When you are not the you are not the main force that God is using. Taking you, you are not the one moving through pain. You are not the when you are not the one that has a program that people want to attend. Then you should know. Then you should know. You should know. I've been getting messages from pastors in town. Pastors, there are pastors who have been sending messages. They're already booking their seat for next year's CTA. I was actually surprised. I was really surprised. I was in my house. I was surprised that I don't even know where they got my number from. Sending me messages. Next year, this somebody actually sent me a message. Can he be on my board for catch the anointing? And I said to myself, I don't have a board. Though. I, I don't have a board. I don't have a board. So can, he, he said, can he be on the board? And I said to myself, I don't. I just said to myself, in, in, I was in my room and I said to myself, hey, I actually don't have a board. Somebody's applying to be on my board. Applying to be on my board. I just said to him, don't worry, don't worry. You shall be. We are next meeting. I shall invite you. Applying <laughs> to be on my board. People should be asking you. I want to go to your church. You see, when you are hot, you are attractive. You, are, you, are, you look very attractive. You look very attractive. Youthfulness has some attraction to it. When you become cool, too cool, I mean too cool. God, God doesn't, he doesn't like it. He doesn't like it. He does not like it. Doesn't like it. <laughs> Do you understand? He doesn't like it. Don't become like that. Don't become cool. Church is not a cool place. It's a place where we become cool. God doesn't like it when you are cool. It's like a cool church. Cool. The church is cool. We only meet on Sundays. We only do things on Sunday. No, 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 no. God doesn't like it. He doesn't. He doesn't like those things. He doesn't like those things. He doesn't like those things at all. At all. At all. He doesn't like it. Believe, do you believe him that he doesn't like it? Do you think you do? Do you believe that he that This kind of Sunday, just Sunday, nothing again, then Sunday we gather. He doesn't like it. He doesn't like it. He, does, he doesn't like a cool car. A car that is cool, like, like frozen fish that have just found some way to he doesn't like it. He likes, he wants passion. 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 When you're singing, you sing with passion. 
Even if the song doesn't demand dancing, but the voices must be full of passion. I mean, things for things from the heart. Passion and drive. Anything you want to do, it has to be heat. It must be hot. <laughs> must be hot. Yeah, hot. Don't just, you see, you, you, you can see you all dressed nicely. I can tell. I was spying you. It's only him square. I went to a thing. I was spying them. I said, hey, these people, some will, some will think they, they, they need beloveds. They are people's wives and people's grandmothers. So. I was spying you. I said, hey, look at them. I said, look at them. Look at them. Because I've been with you for many years. So I know your ages. I said, so they know you, but they look like people's beloveds. Some bo- I said, if you are not careful, they're not careful and some, some bold boy comes to the church. You come and propose to somebody just now. A beloved just I don't know it's, it's somebody's grandmother. <laughs> but just as you can maintain youthfulness in fashion and in dressing, I want you to bring it into your Christianity. Your Christianity. Your Christianity. Because God doesn't, He doesn't, He doesn't like it. So you are wondering, how come, this is people ask, what is your secret? How come you stayed on fire and you are still zealous and you can still be with these people and still preach and go on outreach, still fast, still pray, still have a program, still do all this. How come have you, you've been, what is your secret? This is a secret. God doesn't like lukewarmness. Yes, that's the secret. That's the secret. Because God doesn't like it. And we are all planning to go to God. And he doesn't like it when you become cool. He doesn't like it. When you come to church Sunday morning and you are sleeping. Sunday morning till you sleep. Ah, then what will you do at an all night? Will you die? Oh, a camp. What will you do at a camp? It's Sunday morning you sleep. Then what will you do at a camp? Oh, at an all night. What will you do there? So when you ask, you see, when you see some, instead of coming to ask the man of God, so what is your secret? Because we've seen that over the years. You are always, you're very passionate. Your preaching is very passionate. The secret is that God does not like lukewarmness. Revelation chapter 3 verse 16. God doesn't like it. God doesn't like it. So, let me give you a few things about lukewarmness. Number one, God is not deceived by lukewarmness. You see, lukewarmness means that you are not, it's like nice. It puts you in a state of nice. Neither good nor bad. Nice. But God is not deceived. Men will be deceived by it. He's a gentleman. You know, be gentleman at all. He's a gentleman. He's a gentleman. <laughs> Are you listening? Yes. I'm checking whether you also know it. So, so now we, we, you, you also know it. <laughs> yeah. You see, when you see somebody who is cool, cool, before you realize you are appointing the person as your prayer director. Well, you appoint a person as a pastor. But you see, the coolness is a sign of unspirituality. Yes. A spiritual person is not cool. No, 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 no. Somebody who is with God, after God. He's not a cool person. He's not a cool, I mean, cool. cool. I mean, that, that's, that's diplomats. That's for um, um, UN Secretary Generals. They're the cool. They're the ones when they're talking, they Dignified, dignified speeches. Coolness, coolness is not. 
not a sign of spirituality. It's a sign of spiritual death. You are dying. You are dying. You are dying. And it's also a sign that you have rejected God. Because, you see, let me give you an example. When I meet people who are cool when they are around me, when they're talking, they are very cool, very polite. It's like, yes, Bisha. Or not even yes, Bisha. They don't say anything. There are people, when they're around, they don't say anything. When you, as they say, oh, I didn't grow up with my father, so I'm not used to talking to. How many of you have heard of that excuse before? Or how many of you have made that excuse before? I'm not deceived by it because everybody has somewhere that they are committed. Somewhere that they are loud. I mean, they are loud. They are loud. They argue. They debate. They shout. When they get to other areas, so when we get to church, like I'm the cool person in church. When it gets to us now, yeah, kabash, yeah, yeah, yeah. There is no human being that has no commitment. Everybody has where they are committed to and what they are committed to. Everybody has it. So God is not deceived. That's why I say, I'll spew you out. He said, you are cool towards him. But you are not cool in other things. You are not cool in other things. Cool, brother, we should see you at home. We should see you at home with your wife negotiating for that thing. That's, that's where your emotions are spent. You don't, have, you don't have emotions for God, but you have emotions for that thing. Can't you, even, even to speak in tongues, it's like you're even apologetic about it. It's, it's, it's like the tongues shouldn't come. But we should see you uh, at the other thing. When she's trying to say no and you get angry. We should see you there. <laughs> Am I preaching a good message? Number two, the, the second thing about lukewarmness is that there is self-righteousness in lukewarmness. Self-righteousness. Good in your own eyes. Self-righteous people. I am good in my eyes. I am good enough. Galatians 1.10 says that, For do I now persuade men or God? Or do I seek to please men? For if I yet please men, I should not be the servant of Christ. Look one people, gentlemen. You know, be gentlemen at all. Yes. Gentlemen. The, the, the gentleman people. They, they, they are seeking to please men, not God. Righteous in their eyes, righteous with themselves. Cool and collected. Do you understand cool and collected? They are cool and they have it together. That is good, a collected bit. They have it together. Self-righteousness. Number three. There is enmity in lukewarmness. There's enmity towards God in lukewarmness. Matthew chapter 12. All gentlemen and ladies in church, are you taking note? It's a sign of spiritual death. Because we know other places you are, you are hot. <laughs> yeah, you fight for other things. Verse 30, verse 30. He that is not with me is against me. He that gathereth not with me scattereth abroad. He that is not with me is against me. He that is not with me is against me. He that is not with me. Those of you who, who have ever been to the stadium to watch football before, then you are supporting a team. Then you, you, so you are sitting with you are sitting with your opponents, the fans. You may say you go and sit there, and then there's a goal, and they are all shout, "Go!" And then you are sitting there. Cool. What do you think will happen to you? What do you think will happen to you? I mean, it's like a time to rejoice. You are not rejoicing. A time to be happy. You are sitting there cool. And you're going to tell them that you are the cool and collected type. 
So when you are sitting in church, cool. Revelation is coming, you are cool. Message is coming, you are cool. Prophecies are coming, you are cool. The next question is, who are you? Who are you? What do you believe in? What do you like? What do you want? Then you say, you are not the most expressive type. That's when, that's when I'll take you on. I'll take you on to the behind closed doors expressions. We'll interview whoever we have to interview. But what, what are you like when you, when you get there? What are you like? Sit down, number five. Number four. Prosperity is the cause of lukewarmness. Because, Revelation 3.17, Because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing. When you feel, you see, so it's like your aim and your target for God was to have wealth. And perhaps their wealth was even wealth up to a certain point. Because what people call wealth is very, you know, very relative, yeah. So it's almost like your all your dream, this is what you dreamt for. This is all you've dreamt for. There are people, there are people who serve God. You besides, you're only serving God to have children, to get married, have children, and then the next thing is for the children to go to grammar school and to go to university. Then it's like there's no need for God again. My child has passed eleven plus. And then now my, ch- my child is in uni. My child is in uni. He's in uni. uni university is in uni. It's in uni. My child is in uni. Uni, uni, uni. You see, you see them. Uni, uni, uni. They have no zeal for God again. They are, they are, they are dead. They are dead like, like dead wood. Because wow. that's all. It's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like that's their definition of prosperity. My child passed 11 plus. My child went to grammar school. Now my child is in uni. 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 You don't, you don't know God. You don't know God. All the, all the, there are side effects of God. There are greater things about God. Greater things to reach out to for God. Greater things. Prosperity. So check what you call you have prospered. And what you call you are doing well. It's what is affecting your your desire for God. You've, de- you've defined God. You've, you see, it's like, it's like there, are some, there are some, I know, I know a certain country in Africa when people feel they are prospering. Sundays, Sundays, they drink soup and eat rice balls. <laughs> Do you understand? So, in other words, in other words, God, almighty God, has been swapped for soup. Peanut butter soup. With chicken and rice balls. It's like, it's like that's a special thing to do on this. It's like that's a special. It's like, it's like what is church? What is God? Now we drink soup. Because we've prospered. We've got, we've got big stomachs. So instead of going to church to pray to God for life, for health. To help build the church, even to be an example to your children, to know God and to serve God, you have switched to peanut butter soup and chicken and rice balls. That you see, uh, maybe you've not thought of it, but that's that's become your idol. That's what you worship. Every Sunday, I have to eat it. You are that devoted to it. Swapped it for God. Watch out when you are prospering. Number five. Buying gold tried with fire will drive out lukewarmness. Verse 18 says that I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire. Go for, go for spiritual goals. Aim for spiritual goals. Always raise your target. Raise your target. Raise your target. I was telling the people in first life, I told them that I'm already relishing the chance to start another church. Yeah. 
I was telling them, I, 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 already feel, I already feel like leaving them. Finding a pastor for them. And I want, I want another chance. Because what's the secret? God doesn't like it all. Doesn't like it when I've arrived, I've settled. I'm okay. He doesn't like it. He doesn't like it. He doesn't like it. I mean, I don't mind. I don't mind moving on. You watch me and see. You hear, you hear that I, I'm gone. You hear that I'm somewhere. I want it. I could be here with you. I could be here with you. I've been here. No, listen. No, you're not listening to my preaching. No. <laughs> no. No, what you are doing is telling me that you are not listening to me. Yeah, you're not listening to the message. If you're listening to the message, you wouldn't be shouting. You're not listening to the message. What I'm saying is that I could have been here and there would be no first laugh. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying I'm coming back. <laughs> no, you're not listening to the message. I could have been here. And in the same, in the same way too, I don't feel, I don't know, I don't have that feel that I'm going to be first up forever. I feel I can move on. I can and I would like to. I will not like that church to be my burial ground. That because of that church, I'm dying. I want something. I want to do something. I would like to do something. Because activity is probably, it's not because it's a sign of prosperity. We have prospered here. We have prospered there by the grace of God. The prosperity can kill you. It can kill you. Yeah, God has blessed us. We don't need TV. We don't need TV announcements. We don't need radio announcements. We feel, we feel the largest halls in the bar. Our problem is when we're going to have a program for the whole of the, all the denominations together. We can't, we can't even, there's no hall that can take us. That's our problem. That's one, that is one of our main problems. Where can we meet? Where can we gather? Yeah. Even when Bishop is coming around, our main problem is where can we meet? Where can we for him to talk to everybody? The last camp he had, 2,500 people were there. That's half of our average Sunday attendance. Half, 50% or half of it, or even less, half. So where were the other half? Because the problem is, where can we, where can we put them? Where can we put everybody? Where? That's a problem. That's a nice problem to have. But it shouldn't, stop, it shouldn't stop us from moving on. It shouldn't stop us from moving on. So buy gold. Buy gold. Find the difficult, expensive things from God. Buy it from him. Go higher. Go deeper. Go deeper for the gold. <laughs> and then the next one is buy white raiment. That will also drive away lukewarmness. White raiment is holiness, righteousness. Purity, loving God. Buy that one too and wear it. Don't deteriorate into stupidity in the church. Stupidity and clumsiness. And doing all kinds of things. Crazy things. I was telling a brother, I was telling him, I said, you know what? I'll give you a secret in life if you appreciate it. I said, don't focus on your wife to live. Focus on God. I said, turn your attention from her. So you can be pure. Because the more you look at it, the more you do crazy things. Because you'll be upset. I'm angry. Yes. Before that, you are doing crazy. I said, focus on God. Oh, focus on God. Focus on God. How to please God. All your life is how to get this woman to be straight and to do what you want. Think about God. She won't change. She won't change. She's not going to change. She can't even change. Even if she, she promised you to change, she can't change. She'll change for one minute. The next minute, she's back to herself. You didn't know her well before you married her. Yes. That's why you're surprised. You didn't know her. That's how she's been. You should have asked her mother. I believe what people's mothers say about their children. Oh, yeah, when a mother talks, I believe it. I didn't used to, but now I do. When a mother sees... Especially when they are talking and they say, and mommy said this, I, they don't know. I'll be smiling. I'll say, eh, so this is who you really are. 
Or such a mother says it's true. <laughs> and then number seven, seek the anointing. Seeking the anointing will drive out lukewarmness. Anoint thine eyes with eye salve. Forgive me for going over time. We finished. I've given you seven things, isn't it? Yes. Seek the anointing. Have a desire. Listen, have, an, have a desire to become anointed. Have a desire to become anointed. Be interested in anointing. Fiona, be interested in anointing. Be reading books about anointing. Be listening to messages about anointing. You see, God has given you a talent. I was hearing you sing the other day. I said, ah, but who sings better in master seed than this girl? So then I asked myself, listen, are you listening to it? Then I asked myself, so why don't, why don't they know about, why come they don't choose her to sing? How come when I come here on Tuesday, they don't tell that, oh, Fiona will sing before your, your Marcellus or your whatever that you have. Fiona has a song to sing. I actually, I must say, I actually don't know anybody who sings better than you. In master say, I don't know anybody. At least in my opinion, I don't know anybody. Uh, you are in Apache. Cool temperature. Cool temperature. So we don't know you. Somebody has to light fire and put it under your bottom. <laughs> to jet you. Mm. Fire, you need some fire. Anointing. Have desire for anointing. Andy, isn't it? Yes. When I first saw him, I said, This guy is supposed to be a pastor. I was chasing him, chasing him to treat to train him as a pastor. Then he ran away to Africa. When he returned, he's not re- reported to me again. The next time I saw him, he was sitting somewhere and said, Hey people. Yeah. Fight, oh. Fight. You see, as I was looking at you, the three of you sitting here, and the choir was singing, sitting here doing that. I said, why are they sitting there? Why are they not in the choir? Why won't you sing with the choir? Don't you sing? Are you not the one who sings that song that, uh, hey, 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 hey. yes. But you are sitting here, look, you see, you see, that's what I'm saying. You see, the coolness is the killer. Instead of, instead of eager, let me add myself. I'll add myself. I'm adding myself. Because I am doing, the truth, I'm doing nothing. Let me add myself and stay on fire. Than to be cool. Mm. Why? How should I be cool? Why should I be cool? You know, chase anointed. Chase to become anointed. Maybe you don't know what it means. So read the books. Read steps to the anointing. Read the anointed and his anointing. Read catch the anointing. Read mega church. And find out how to become anointed. These are the books that you you should be reading. You will see treasures and gifts in you. That are asleep. That are asleep. They are asleep. You just need to wake them up. You'll be surprised at your own self. You, you be, I mean, you'll be surprised at your own self. You'll be surprised at who you are. You, you'll be surprised at how wild you are. But it's asleep. But it's waking up today. Stand to your feet. Thank you. I wanted to pray for yourself. Let's pray for yourself for one minute. Just ask God to anoint you. Ask God to bless you. Ask God to stir you up. Stir you up. Let's ask him. Lord, stir me up. I need the Holy Spirit to stir me up. I need the fire of God. The fire of God. The power of God. The power of God. Pray for yourself. Pray. Pray. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Mashatalabasti. Malibato, Sadilata. Yes, pray for yourself. Pray. 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 Prayer time is a reflection of your desire and how hot you are. Prayer is a reflection of your desires 
your desire for God. Pray for him. Pray. Pray that he'll bless you. Pray that he'll touch your life. Pray that he'll touch your life. Pray that he'll affect your life. Affect your life. Yes, Lord. 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 Yes, my Lord and my God. Yes, Lord. Thank you, 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 Lord. Father, we want to thank you for this blessed opportunity. Thank you for church. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your healing. Thank you for revelation that has come to us. Thank you for teaching us, Lord, that you don't like lukewarmness. Thank you, Father, for your precious Holy Spirit that shall make us hot and make us alive in your kingdom and in your house. In Jesus' name I pray. Now, while every eye is closed, every head is bowed, I want to pray with you. If you're here for the first time, second time, third time, fourth time, tenth time, but you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to surrender my life to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. If you're here like that, can you please lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus to be the Lord of my life. I don't want to go to hell. I want to go to heaven. Pastor, please pray with me. I need Jesus. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. Just your right hand. Thank you, Lord. Father, thank you for your blessing and thank you for salvation. In Jesus' name. Amen. Say your biggest amen. You have overcome lukewarmness.